by the help of the Holy Spirit, I pray that you will come to your senses today in the name of Jesus Christ. That you will come to your senses and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying through me today and return to your Creator, God the Loving Father. We thank you. Glory, 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 hallelujah. You are welcome to church this day. Welcome to the House of Refuge Global. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for being part of the family of the House of Refuge. Thank you for being part of the family of love. We give God glory for your life and your household in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you. Thank you, Almighty Lord God. Thank you for this altar. Thank you for this altar. Thank you for this glorified altar. Thank you for giving me utterance to speak your word boldly. Thank you, Almighty Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You said to me that this day is the great day of the feast, that your people are going to eat out of your word and their lives will be glorified. Jesus, do what only you can do by your word and let the lives of every year today be transformed. Let your word burn in their hearts as you give me utterance to speak boldly into the lives of your people. Take all of the glory, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Once again, you are welcome to church. We are so blessed to have you. Thank you. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. Let me take this opportunity to get that out of the way. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. There are loaded, powerful messages that are going to transform your life on the platform. We are also on Instagram, and we do Bible study every Thursday, 5 p.m. Southern African Standard Time. Join us. And on Facebook, as you are watching right now, we are always here on Sunday. Our Sunday service is streamed and um, at 12 noon Southern African Standard Time. God bless you and your household in the name of Jesus Christ. The House of Refuge Global stands for um, reconciliation of Christ with the millennia back to God, reconciling them, teaching them the Word of God, teaching humanity the Word of God, and most importantly, the love of God. We stand by the help of God to preach to you the love of God. The same way God has shown us his love, that is how we too are, through his word, proclaiming his love over your life. And you are going to hear more details. And I believe for those that have been following us and watching the um, teachings since the months of March began, you would have seen our pastor, the leading pastor of the House of Refuge, 
Pastor Patrick preaching and teaching us about the love of God and how to love our neighbor. Hallelujah. So um, I believe that you have been learning a lot. And I have the privilege also to stand on this exalted altar of Jesus as, as given the opportunity to also teach and preach this morning. Hallelujah. So the title of the message today is God the Loving Father. God the Loving Father. God the Loving Father is the title of my message. And like I have prayed earlier, Jesus himself opened his word to me according to John chapter 7 and verse 37. And he said to me that this day is the day of great feast. It's the day of great feast where you and I are going to be eating his word. Jeremiah said, your word have I found, and I did eat them, and they are the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Hallelujah. So you and I are going to be feasting on the word of God today. And we're going to be feasting and be understanding more on the love of the Father. Let me begin by saying that society, that the society we have today, are the reflection of homes and of um, the family that we have or creating. What does that mean? It means that what you and I see in our environments, in our communities, in our societies, they are reflections of homes or what is happening at the home or in our families. So what does that say to us? Because of the topic and how God is going to be leading us in this preaching, let me speak, permit me to speak to fathers. Hallelujah. Permit me to speak to fathers. Let me encourage you that please don't give up on your children. Don't give up on your family. Because um, without boring you with statistics, we know that there is high rate of father absenteeism. But as we go into the preaching and into the teaching, you will understand that God is the father or a loving father. God is the loving father. So still speaking to fathers, it is possible that you don't know how to love your children because you yourself did not receive love for whatsoever reasons. And you know, and I know, that you cannot give what you don't have. You cannot give what you don't have. However, there is hope for you there is hope for me in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus can help you to know how to receive love, which in turn you can give. Hallelujah. So because you did not experience love 
Again, speech still focusing on father. Because you don't know how to, because you didn't receive love, you don't know how to give love, but I'm encouraging you today that Jesus Christ can help you to understand his love. Hallelujah. You probably have been having some void or feeling some form or sense of void or thirst in your heart. You have void in your heart and you have thirst, thirst in your soul. Hallelujah. You have those. However, according to John chapter 7, verse 37, starting from verse 37, John chapter 7, starting from verse 37, Jesus Christ speaking here. Hallelujah. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus, Jesus stood and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. If anyone thirsts. So like I said earlier, because you don't have love in your heart, you feel some void, and you thirst for some form of relationship. And Jesus is now saying that if you thirst, come to me. And in verse 38, it says, Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And in verse 39, we see of John chapter 7, verse 39. Now this is said about the scripture. Whom those, whom those who believed in him were, were to receive, for as yet the spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. King James Version says that he spoke of the Holy Spirit. And because he is not yet glorified, um, the Holy Spirit has not been uh, given to us as human or believers in Christ Jesus. But you and I know that Jesus died on the cross. He um, was buried. He rose again on the third day. And he is exalted. Hallelujah. And we are soon going to be celebrating that uh, practically in few weeks, hallelujah, which we call Easter, you know, the restoration season of Christ Jesus. But the point that I'm making is that Jesus is calling on you. There is a thirst in your spirit, soul, and body. And Jesus is calling on you. And he said, if you thirst, so I encourage you to be humble and come to Jesus. So when you have the love of God in your heart, you will be able to share with others in your family and society. So I started by speaking to fathers that because you don't, um, or because you did not experience love, you don't know how to give love, but, cry, but you have a void or thirst in your heart. Jesus Christ is now saying that if you thirst, Come to me so that I can fill you up 
with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because Romans chapter 5 verse 5 tells us that um, the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts. So it is for you and I and for you specifically that is listening to me and watching. If you feel any thirst or void in your heart, you are always yearning for relationship. You are always wanting some form of comfort. Jesus Christ is giving you, or if you come to him, he will give you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will be your comforter, because that is what he said. And the same Holy Spirit will um, shed the we share the, the, the love of God in your heart because your heart is the resident of the love of God. And what is going to be the impact of that? Hallelujah. It is the love of God whom I know and call the loving Father that can and will heal our society. It is the love of God that will heal our society. It is the love of God the Father that will heal your home. It is the love of God the Father that will heal your heart. When God deposits his love in your heart, then you are able to share it with your family members. And that begins to heal the home. And when our homes and families or family members are healed through the love of God, are saturated with the love of God, we will then begin to see the love also um, being displayed in the public, which is our society. So I hope you are following me, and I believe that by the help of God, you are learning one or two things. It is in fact that it is a fact that there are a lot of people hurting for so many valid reasons. Hallelujah. If you, you just need to look around you, you know. Just, you know, um, after the message, go and knock on the door of your neighbor and ask them. Hello, neighbor. How was your week? And you will hear how he or she is going to narrate all the challenges. Or ask them, how was 2020? You know, you will hear how they are going to narrate. So I said, it is a fact that there are a lot of people hurting for so many valid reasons, and it is hard for them to love and trust again. Amen. It is hard for them to trust and love again. Their heart is heavy. So, um, because there are a lot of people like that, and there is a saying that hurting people hurt people. If you are hurt in your heart, unknowingly, consciously or consciously, as it were, you will hurt others. 
if you allow the love of God to permeate or to saturate your heart, that same love you are able to display to others. So again, our society is hurting because there are a lot of hurting people with valid reasons, like I mentioned earlier. And obviously we can't go into all of that. However, the same Jesus is saying in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, he said, if any of you is feeling heavy, let him or her come so that I can remove the burden. So you see how Jesus keeps calling you to his love, the love of the Father. Because the God that we serve is a loving Father. If they have preached the God of the Bible to you as one creature that is ready to cut your head off when you make mistakes, they have lied to you. I don't care who that person is. And I hope they are not using that to manipulate you anyway, by the way. God is a loving father. Our pastor said it um, in his preaching last, um, last Sunday that who would kill his son for anyone or for any reason? But God did that. And the reason why he did that is not to show off. God did not do that to show off. Neither is Jesus going to, Jesus submitting, submitting himself to be hanged on a tree, a suicide. No, it is a demonstration of the love of God. To know that um, some people can tell you that they love you and, you know, they change their mind. But God said, and according to John chapter 3, verse 16, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, and he gave his only begotten son. And what did that son do? He died for you and I to validate and demonstrate that love. That same Jesus is now telling you in John chapter 7, verse uh, 37, like, uh, uh, 37, 38, and 39, like I read earlier, that if you just come to me, you know the state of your being. You know that there is a void there. You know that you thirst for something. That is why sometimes you will um, end up in alcoholism, or smoking, or taking one substance or the other. That's why you feel stressed. That's why you feel agitated. That's why some of you, want, you, you even want to take your own life. Because you feel a void and you don't know how to fill it. And you don't know what to fill it with. You've tried all kinds of things and they are not working. So Jesus himself is now saying, come, you have a thirst. You have a thirst in your heart. Come to me. And, in, and also in, John, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, he said, If any of you is heavily laden, that is to say you have heaviness and burden in your spirit, soul, and body, the same Jesus is saying, Come to me. Hallelujah. 
Why? Because God is the loving Father. Hallelujah. So, um, like I said earlier, that there, are, there is evidence in the heart of a lot of people. And we see how that is impacting negatively on relationships. Relationship of father to children, children to their father, relationship of husband to wife, wife to husband, employer to employee, employee to employer, teacher to student, student to, we see how the evidence and the hurt and um, distrust and, and, and disappointment, we see how all of that is uh, uh, affecting these relationships that I um, mentioned. And also, political leaders, fastest, uh, uh, or political leaders disappointing, you know, the citizens and some political leaders also might feel like uh, they are disappointed in their citizens. And let us take it further. The last but not the least. Church leaders disappointing the congregations. And the congregations are also feeling disappointed by their church leaders. So again, I am narrating this and there are different kind of relationships, and I'm narrating this kind of relationships or connections to validate the fact that a lot of people are hurting for valid reasons. And um, it is hard for them to love and trust because of the disappointment that they might have encountered in these relationships. But God, the loving Father, through Christ Jesus, is calling you. You are disappointed in these people that you thought would love you. In those relationships that I mentioned because of time, you know, I wouldn't want to recap. But you know the kind of relationship that you are in right now. As a matter of fact, some of you, you are in a relationship with yourself. And you should actually be in a relationship with yourself because you live with yourself more than you live with anyone. Hallelujah. And for whatsoever reasons, you don't like the relationship that you're having with yourself. Jesus Christ is saying, come unto me and let me help you. Jesus Christ is saying, come to him and let him help you. Let him help you. I mentioned earlier, um, Romans chapter 5, verse 5, the Holy Spirit, when you come to Jesus and you believe that the Son of God, he forgives you of your sin, then he gives you the Holy Spirit. You know, in my um, teaching last month uh, on uh, the life of a, of a believer in Christ Jesus, and I mentioned something about forgiveness, and I told you how stony my heart was. But when I came to Christ Jesus, he gave me a new heart and a new spirit. Jesus Christ, the same one, he can do that for you. So just the way you, just the way you can't love people if you don't feel loved or have love, you can't forgive people 
if you don't feel forgiving and don't know how to receive forgiveness. If you don't have love in your heart, you can't love people. If you don't have forgiveness in your heart, you can't forgive people. And if you don't know how to receive love, you can't give love. If you don't know how to receive forgiveness, you can't give forgiveness. Because I mentioned it earlier, you cannot give what you don't have. And that is why Jesus Christ is calling you to come to God, the loving Father, so that he can give you love. He can forgive you one and then give you love through his spirit. Hallelujah. And we know that one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So, um, God, the loving Father, we're going to look at it in details now according to Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 22. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 22. I hope you are learning and God is speaking through you through this message. And if you are, you can put it in the comments below what you have learned. Also, um, allow me to digress a little bit. Wherever you're watching us from, whichever country, whichever nation or location, city, let us know in the comments section below. God bless you in Jesus' name. So Luke chapter 15 and uh, verse, Luke chapter 15, I'll start from verse 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So this is what we know as the parable of the prodigal son. Amen. In this, the context is uh, you would see how a son, or if we take it broader, outside the confine of the Bible as it's narrated in this parable, a son or a daughter, if you like, deserted. You know, that's the context. You know, because I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm speaking to uh, the male figure only. So, a, an individual left his father, a wealthy father. God is a wealthy father. <laughs> Hallelujah! Everything that you need is in God. That's why Matthew chapter six verse thirty-three says that seek ye first the kingdom of God. All these other things. What to wear, the big house, the whatever, you know, whatever it is, they will be added unto you. But it says, seek first the kingdom of God. And how do you seek first the kingdom? You come to Jesus. That's how you seek first the kingdom of God. So God is a wealthy father, like I said. And <laughs> um, this particular individual left the father. He said, Father, give me what belongs to me. I want my inheritance. Some of you young people that have well-to-do parents, that's what you are doing. You are asking them, give me what belongs to me now. I want what belongs to me now. And the truth of the matter is, I can guarantee you, the same way this boy went to party and clubbing, that's how you two you are going to go partying and clubbing. Amen. But the context is, 
about a son that left and um, went to live his life and he was struggling. He had to come back to his father. And because of the love of God in the heart of the father, he embraced the son. He did not count to him the mistakes that he made. So, um, it's a very long scripture. I'll skip a few of them and I'll narrate a few by the help of the Holy Spirit and I know that you're going to learn a lot. Luke chapter 15 verse 11 I read, and he said, there was, Jesus Christ was saying to them, or uh, narrating the parable, there was a man who had two sons, verse 12, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property or inheritance, if you like, that is coming to me. And when he divided his property between them, and he divided the property, and he divided his property between them, verse um, 13, not many days later, the young man, the young son, gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. Hallelujah. That's a, in verse 13, there's a lot of messages compressed into that one verse. So he squandered his wealth in wild living or um, uh, the way he lived his life, you know, or reckless living, if you like. The son that took his property from his father, you know, um, and you will see that this is a father-to-son relationship. This is a, this, the, 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 the picture, the message here is the relationship between God and us. And you will see how God demonstrated is love and compassion for us, irrespective of our recklessness. Amen. So, he squandered his wealth in recklessness. Health is wealth, they say, and so many of us are squandering it by how we live our lives. Health is wealth, they say, this particular individual squander or live his life recklessly. It's, it, it, the, the wealth or property that was given to him, he spent it or used it recklessly. That's how we also, we live our life. Amen. So in verse 14, I continue, Luke chapter 15. And when he had spent everything, when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country that it began to be in need. 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 You are in need of something. There is a void in your heart and only God can fill that need. Um, Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. My God 
will supply all of your need. You see, they've used that scripture to take money from you. Please permit me, you know, in some cases. But it goes beyond that. You need love. You know that you know that you know that you know that you need love. And Jesus is saying, come to me. I have love for you. So he began, uh, he began to be in need in verse 14. You and I, like I mentioned, we need forgiveness and love. And that is available in Jesus. In verse 16, I'll jump to verse 16. And he was, loved, and he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pig ate, and no one gave him anything. So this guy squandered the property or the inheritance, and he began to be in need. And you know, it was now um, uh, taking care of pigs, and you know, someone hired him and he was taking care of pigs. And he was so hungry that he, he, he wanted to eat with the pig. And um, you know, for whatsoever reason, there was nothing for him. And he began to be in need. And um, he longed to fill his stomach, in verse 16. And you long, to to, you long for love. That's the, that's the lesson there. You long for love. You, 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 you want love. You want your heart to be filled with love. Amen. And... In verse 16, we see that, but no one gave him anything. You are also, so the context here, I'm, I'm painting a context between what you need or want or the void that you want to fill in your heart, which is with the love of God, hallelujah, and this guy's story. So in verse, uh, the, the, the last part of verse 16 of Luke chapter 15, but no one gave him anything. You are also disappointed because no one could fill your void and quench your thirst. You feel disappointed because no one could fill the, the void in your heart and quench the thirst in your heart, in your, in your soul. Amen. So you feel um, like no one is giving you anything or you feel like they are not giving you enough. Amen. In verse 17, we see that uh, when it came to his senses, by the help of the Holy Spirit, I pray that you will come to your senses today in the name of Jesus Christ. That you will come to your senses and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying through me today and return to your Creator, God, the loving Father. He came to his senses that <laughs> I know where I am from now. Either you are from a wealthy family or not on the earth, yeah. God Almighty, your Father, is full of love. He has abundance of love. He has abundance of forgiveness that he wants to share with you. But you would have to come to your spiritual, mental, and physical senses and return to him. In verse 20, 
Let's read verse 20. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 20, and he, and he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, I'm, re I'm reading Luke chapter 15 in uh, English Standard Version. While he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion. <laughs> Amen. While he was still away from, you see, it does not matter how far you have gone from God. It does not matter how far you have gone from God or far away from him. All you need to do is to come to your senses and humble yourself and say, you know what? I've messed up. Let me go back to my creator. <laughs> God, the loving father. It's all you need to do. And you can do that right now. You don't even have to wait to the end of the message to say, um, to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth to, for me to do an altar call. You can do that right now as you are listening to the message. You can do that right now to say, you know what? God, through what I'm hearing from this gentleman, I believe that I've gone far from you and I want to return to you. So we see in verse 17, in verse... Um, in verse 20, that his father saw him from afar. God has been looking at you. God is not far from you. It does not matter the, the sin that you have gotten yourself into. It does not matter the immorality. It does not matter what you are, even if you have killed somebody. Hallelujah. God is not far from you. Come to your senses and ask him for forgiveness. So in, in verse uh, uh, 20, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. <laughs> and Lamentations chapter 3 verse, 30, uh, verse 32 says that it is of the Lord mercies that we are not consumed. Why? Because his compassion and his mercy, they are new every morning. And verse 23 says that um, faithful is his, um, great is his faithfulness. <laughs> great is his faithfulness great is his so God is ever faithful even when you are not faithful this particular son was not faithful he took his property or inheritance went and party and do all sort of things then he, you know but with, even with his unfaithfulness when his father saw him from afar because of the compassion because of so God cannot be anything but love. Don't let them deceive you that God is this thing that is so scary. God cannot be anything but love to you and I, especially as human beings. So God is saying to you this hour that come to me. And I'm encouraging you. Come to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is a loving Father. Let Him show and shower you with compassion. And guess what? <laughs> While the Son was still coming, and the Father showed Him compassion, and ran and embraced Him and kissed Him, <laughs> you are thinking that uh, when you go to God, that God is going to push you away. It's a lie. God is going to run to you 
and shower you and overshadow you with his love. And that's why Jesus Christ said in John 7, verse um, 37, 38, and 39, again, that if you thirst, come to me, and I will fill you up with the Holy Spirit. That is the compassion of God. Amen. His father ran to him. God is always there. Even when you are doing all your funny things, God is always there. God is always there. But we know it's the Spirit, so it's just going to let you do all your mess-ups, and when you are done, he's waiting for you. The father was waiting for the son. He didn't go and look for him. He's a wealthy man. He could have sent out his uh, army and his servant to go and... But he, <laughs> he wanted to learn his lesson. You have learned your lesson or lessons. When are you going to return to the father? Return to him today. Let, the, let God, the loving father, show and embrace you. With his, and with his love. And guess what? His father kissed him. Ah, hallelujah. You know? I mean, this guy, he has no money, he has nothing. He's probably smelling. <laughs> he was, you know, um, almost eating with the pigs. Irrespective of how dirty he was, his father kissed him. Allow God to embrace, to embrace you and shower you with his compassion and his comfort and kiss you through his spirit. Because that is what you have been longing for, isn't it? Verse 22, as I begin to round off. Glory be to Jesus. And the son said to his father, verse 21 of Luke chapter 15. This, and the son said to his father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Verse 22. Oh, by the way, before I go to verse 22, you see how we as human beings will behave or that we think, you know, that we are not worthy of the love of the Father because of the things that we have done. That's true. However, God wants you to come back. So don't uh, um, wallow or... Um, continuing to go deeper and deeper into um, into rejection or into regret. He was regret regretting his action. And that's where most of you are today. You are regretting all the things that you have done. But God is saying that I'm the God, I'm God, the loving Father. Come to me. Come to your senses and come to me. In verse 22, because of time, I'm rushing now. Um, but the Father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe. You see, I said to you earlier, this probably went home half naked. Somebody that was decked with all kinds of gold and silver and all kinds of wealthy things when he was living. Without mentioning any of the modern brands today, you know them, you know, was <laughs> wearing brands from top to bottom and with some chain or highs, if you like it. You know, and he came home probably almost half naked. And guess what the father did or told his servant in verse 22. But the father said to his servant, bring quickly the best robe, the best robe, the best robe, the best of the best that you can ever get in your life is 
from God and in God. You have been looking for things outside God and you have never been fulfilled. Jesus is calling you to come for the best of the best. Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes. You see, he didn't have shoes. <laughs> this guy didn't have anything. And in verse 23, and bring the um, fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. His father sees that, ah, this guy, he hasn't been eating for weeks. <laughs> He's so thin now. He's probably very robust when he was at home. He was thirsty where he was. He couldn't feel himself. Nothing to feel him. Not even food. No one to love him. You are in that state. God is calling you. God is calling you. God the Father is calling you. And in verse 24, for this is my son, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to celebrate. That is how everyone wants to celebrate over you. <laughs> God the loving Father is quick to forgive and to shower you with love. Why don't you come to him today? Why don't you come to him today? So that you can receive love in your heart and then begin to share the love in your home and in your family. And then our society begin to heal. There are fathers and there is a father, God, the loving father. Hallelujah. God, the loving Father, is not going to cancel you. He's not going to cancel you, never. Why do I go there? Um, we see that there is a cancel culture now all over the place. And please permit me to submit to you. The Father, that Father didn't cancel the Son. Permit me to submit to you that the solution to the cancel culture in our world is the love of God through Christ Jesus, which, is, which can be in your heart. Um, and at the root of cancel culture is hatred for one another and disappointment in one another. At the root of it is hatred and disappointment. Jesus Christ can and will bind the broken hearted, according to Isaiah chapter 61. Verse 1. Hallelujah. So God, the loving Father, is calling you. Come to your senses. And let him embrace you and let him kiss you. And let him fill that void in your heart. And also quench that thirst in your heart. Why don't you submit yourself to Jesus Christ today? And say, Jesus, I believe in my heart that indeed you are the Son of God. Begin to confess it with your mouth that Jesus, please forgive me and have mercy on me. I've messed up. I want to come back home. 
I was dead in sin. Now I want to come alive. Just like that uh, individual in Luke chapter 15. I was lost. Now I have found the way through the preaching that I'm hearing. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me compassion. Please continue to say that. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me compassion. Thank you, Jesus, for kissing me in my spirit, soul, and body and filling the void in my heart and quenching my thirst. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Congratulations, you are born again. Welcome to the family of God. It's a wealthy family. It's a very wealthy family. Not just the material things. Material things are byproducts of the wealth that is in this kingdom. Love is a foundation for the love of God, for the wealth of God. Love is a foundation for the wealth that is in this kingdom. So um, you are welcome to the kingdom. God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So you are watching, you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. The House of Refuge Global, that's the name on YouTube. The House of Refuge Global is the name on YouTube, on Instagram, and on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, like the page on Facebook, follow us and share the messages. God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Please remember that on Thursday, 5 p.m. Southern African Standard Time, we are um, doing a Bible study on Instagram. So follow us. God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Amen.